hello, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, hello, hello. It's me, Daniel Kay, and it is my personal pleasure to welcome each and every one of you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Daniel Kay's Let's Plays podcast. The podcast in which I, your host, Daniel Kay, play video games. And I dictate uh, into this microphone the things that are happening to me and my avatars in these video games when they happen. And then I take the audio and I release the audio as a podcast. The Daniel K's Let's Plays podcast. So, now you know what it is that you are listening to. Please let me increase the specificity by one or two little ticks. And welcome you to the fourth episode of the Zork playthrough. Hi, welcome to the Zork playthrough. Hi, I've just put uh, a pizza in the oven, an oven-baked pizza, which I've loaded up with extra cheese and spices and Tabasco. My alarm is going to go off in 19 minutes, so uh, whatever's happening in 19 minutes from now, I'm going to be getting up and doing the old pizza out of the oven and eating dinner thing. Uh, the episode might not be over by then. Maybe the uh, maybe the episode will be split up into two uh, little recording sessions tonight. But uh, so it's just a little heads up. So if you hear a sort of vroot, 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 that's my little uh, uh, vibrate phone alarm going off, letting me know, hey buddy, your pizza's ready. Anyway, that's nothing to do with what we're doing here, which is Zork. Which Zork is what we're doing here. Um, so the last episode, the third episode, you all listened to that, right? And you remember, I was killed, specifically I was beheaded by a troll with an enormous axe. And I was then reincarnated by mysterious forces in the forest near the uh, the house where this game starts. And all I had to my name was my, my nasty knife. Um, yeah, so we're going to keep on playing from that point, I think. Uh, listeners, I think I, uh, I should share with you, I've had a long day. I've had a long day of doing all kinds of the stuff which I do in the day. And I've come home, it's quite late. And I've mixed myself a delicious cocktail. Um, the Chianti, which I drank in the, what, the 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 other part, the third part, the, the second part of this playthrough, uh, it was half gone when I decided, actually, I can't have this wine out for much longer, so I put it in the fridge, uh, and I chilled it, because you can chill red wine and turn it into all kinds of delicious cocktails, and the cocktail I've turned it into tonight is um, Calamachos, or Calamocos, Calamachos, a Spanish cocktail, is basically uh, equal parts red wine and Coca-Cola, and I am surprised, it's been a long, long time since I've made myself Calamachos, or Calamocho. I'm surprised by how delicious it is. Oh my gosh. I think Daniel K recommends. Daniel K has a podcast and he recommends things sometimes. Why not try some Calamocho? Maybe it's just that this particular Chianti lends itself really well to becoming a Calamocho. Maybe I, um, I have just really low standards in the things I drink, and so that's why I find it delicious. But for some reason. This cocktail, which I'm enjoying, is superb tonight. Um, yeah, so that's great. Good. I'll be. Uh, I'll be. Yeah, it's once again going to be a slightly loose, fast, and bulbous episode where I uh, I'm not in a hundred percent control of the things I'm doing, which is not good because I found out this game is actually kind of punishing. It's like, hey, buddy, there's a troll looking at you. What do you do? And I'm like, oh, I don't. I don't know. Bang! Dead. The troll beheaded you. I'm like, oh, oh my god. And now it's like I'm starting again. Um, so in this episode, listeners, I was thinking I should probably try and clear out all the areas around the house before I go into the house and go down and see what's up with that troll again. That troll might have all my stuff. My my rope, my glass bottle with water in. That troll's probably got all that stuff. Or it's on the ground near the troll. If this is... I don't know how much credit I should give this game as far as uh, the mechanics, but I think because I died there, my stuff will be there. Do you think? Or is it just gone forever? Like, all that stuff I collected, it's gone forever, and all the puzzles I could have solved with it, they're unsolvable now. Is it that kind of old game where it's just punishing? 
or is it surprisingly modern where I'll go back to the troll room and it'll be like, hey, here's the troll with the axe you've still got to deal with, but also all your stuff is on the ground, your clove of garlic, your glass bottle. I'm not too sure. We'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out. I'm, um, I'm, before we find out though, let me, let me try and put this past you. I'm not too sure if you're going to like this idea or not, but I'm going to, I'm going to try and share it with you anyway. I'm almost tempted just to spend a couple minutes, uh, because I saved my game, right, when I first saw the troll. I'm kind of tempted to load, to restore that game, which I think was Daniel 03 or Daniel 02. I'll be able to find out pretty, pretty shortly. Um, I'm, I'm really kind of tempted to load that game and see if there's anything that I could have done to, to, to not be killed by the troll. Because I, th- I don't think there's anything I could have done, right? I think the troll was just going to kill me no matter what I did. But I'm wondering if I can try and uh, talk my way out of the situation. Or maybe it turns out the troll really likes garlic and I could have given the troll a, that thing of garlic I had. Something dumb like that. I just want to see if there's a, a stupid little way of getting out of being killed the troll by... Being killed the troll by. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to go. Re- oh, but yeah, I've got the I've got the game open right in front of me. Uh, restore. Enter. Insert save disk. Then enter file name. Daniel. Let's try O2 first. Okay. Kitchen. I'm in the kitchen. No. Daniel O3. I don't know the word Daniel03. Okay, I'm sorry, game. I'm sorry. Restore. I put the uh, cart before the horse. Daniel03. The troll room. I'm in the troll room. Uh, So what should we do first, listeners? Um, Let's say... Can I... How did I enter this room? I entered by going north. So can I just write, go south... I'm in a cellar. Okay, you can just step away from the goddamn troll. Really? Look around. You're in a dark and damp cellar with a narrow passageway leading north. I could have sworn it said that the, the troll was blocking all the exits. Like, I, I went into the room and it's like, Hey, buddy. And I look around and there's a goddamn troll there. And he puts like his axe or, or, across and is blocking the exits. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm stuck in this room with a troll now. But no, it turns out I can just walk back. Okay. Yeah, so you're, I'm in a da- da- dark and damp cellar with a narrow passageway leading north and a crawlway to the south. On the west is the bottom of a steep metal ramp, which is unclimbable. So should we try a little bit more to solve the troll problem? Let's let's uh, go north. The troll room. An arsy-looking troll brandishing a bloody axe blocks all passages out of the room. See, that's what tripped me out. Blocks all passages out of the room. It's pretty simple. It's in black and white right in front of me. Like, of course, I'm going to assume that means every passage out of the room. Anyway, let's say troll, comma, hello. The troll isn't much of a conversation unless the troll pauses for a moment, perhaps thinking that you should reread the manual. Come on, I have, I have. I'm talking to it perfectly fine. Uh, Troll... Let me past. I don't know the word let. Okay, thanks, Zork. Troll. Don't hurt me. I don't know the word don't. Okay. Give troll garlic. What? Uh, what? What, 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 what? Give troll garlic. The troll who is not overly proud, graciously accepts your gift, and not having the most discriminatory tastes, gleefully eats it. The axe sweeps past you as you jump aside. So he took the garlic and ate the garlic, and now he's trying to kill me with his axe again. Give troll glass... No, I have a rope, don't I? Uh, Tie up troll. What do you want to tie the troll with? Rope. Spell it right this time, Dan. You could certainly never tie it with that. The axe crashes against the rock, throwing sparks. Take axe? The troll swings it out of your reach. The axe crashes against the rock, throwing sparks. Stab troll. Fuck it. 
A quick stroke, but the troll is on guard. The axe gets you right in the side. Ouch, stab, troll. The quickness of your thrust knocks the troll back, stunned. The troll slowly regains his feet. Tie up troll now that he's stunned? No, that's not going to work. Ah, oh, fuck, listeners. Go west. We'll quickly run while he's regaining his, his feet. The troll fends you off with a menacing gesture. The axe crashes against the rock, throwing sparks. I feel like we're rolling the dice every single time we take an action. Oh, my gosh. Inventory. What have we got? Ah, oh, he killed me! Looking in my inventory took a turn and the goddamn troll killed me. What the fuck? Okay, let's read this exactly as it appears to me, listeners. Inventory. You are carrying a rope, a nasty knife. So we've tried those two things, haven't we? A brass lantern providing light. So I could turn off the lantern and try and sneak around. But probably not. A brown sack. I could try and put that over his head. A glass bottle. The bottle contains a quantity of water. A leaflet. That's going to be useless. And now here's the pertinent bit. The flat of the troll's axe hits you delicately on the head, knocking you out. Conquering his fears, the troll puts you to death. Oh my god. This is a Jeffrey Dahmer troll. He knocks me out with the flat of his axe (laughs) and has to work his way up to killing me. The troll puts you to death. It appears that that last blow was too much for you. I'm afraid you are dead. You have died. Now, let's take a look here. Well, you probably deserve another chance. I can't quite fix you up completely, but you can't have everything. Forest. This is a forest with trees in all directions. To the east, there appears to be sunlight. More. Uh, Go east. Yeah, so we are... um... Oh, listeners! Go east. Forest path. There is a nasty knife here, and there is a rope here. Uh, Get all. Nasty knife taken. Rope taken. Okay, beautiful. We're in a slightly better position than we were in when we started. Because I think there's nothing I could have done to that troll. There must be like a password or something, or some item which I need to defeat the troll with. But it's just like, yeah, the troll's going to get me no matter what. I mean, I, I guess logically I could uh, just say, I could reload the game and then say go south and just ignore the troll and, and explore the rest of the downstairs. But I think I'm going to keep on playing this. I'm going to keep on playing from this point. So I've got a rope, I've got a knife, I've lost my garlic, I've lost my bottle of water. Um, I hope that hasn't put me in too bad a position for finishing the game, getting to whatever the ultimate objective of this game is. I don't think it's just to build up a high score because in the in the instruction booklet it says there are many ways to reaching the final goal of Zork or something like that. So it makes me think that there's some kind of story or progression which I'll come up against into or at least some kind of endpoint to the dungeon which I'm exploring. Um, so hopefully the garlic and the bottle of water and everything else I had weren't that important. The brown sack. The brown sack could have been important, I guess. But the rope sounds really important, and the knife is obviously important because it's given it back to me when I died. This is like, um, this is like Jorge, what's his name? Jorge, Jorge something something's, uh, Riverworld. What's his name? What is his name, that guy? Anyway, Riverworld. Yeah, Riverworld is, what, a late 70s? I think 1978 science fiction novel, which is pretty cool. Uh, I think he... I think Riverworld inspired Alan Moore a little bit to make The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen because it very much is a an old uh, sci-fi story about different characters from uh, from, I guess... Actually, it's from history. So there's like Mark Twain. There's this old explorer from the 18th century. Basically, everybody in the entire world who has ever died finds themselves resurrected all together at the same time on this incredible planet, all in different different areas. And they're distributed in a, in a very specific way. Like uh, one one region will have all people from 18th century China... Uh, they'll make up like the 70% majority and then there'll be a 20% um, minority of 20, you know, 21st century Sudanese people uh, and then there'll be like a 10% mix of every other person who's ever lived on the planet. 
uh, in that one region of the river, that sort of country, as it were, that zone. Uh, and, and they find themselves resurrected on this planet, which is entirely covered by a long and winding river. It ribbons all the way around the planet, and it's uh, it, it's sort of bordered by these steep mountains. But in between the mountain and, and the river, there's all this, this sort of livable space. And it's about this guy, this sort of 18th century, no, 19th century. He's a 19th century explorer. He's a real guy. I forget his name, but he finds himself resurrected, and he it's just him basically going down the river uh, to all these different places populated by these different people. Uh, and it's an interesting book. I, I, I recommend you read Riverworld. Daniel K has a podcast and he recommends things sometimes. It's one of a series of books which get progressively worse. Um, but the first one, Riverworld, yeah, check it out. It's a real cool sort of uh, interesting sort of survival exploration mystery kind of novel, which is always fun. Uh, what's his name? God damn. I've forgotten his name. I'm a real moron. But yeah, I guess that's the Daniel K. Recommends. Although, no, it's not. Because there are other novels I would recommend way before you read that. Other novels. Like, um... Like Exile Waiting and Dream Snake by Vonda and McIntyre. I recommend those two if you've got a strong enough stomach uh, for some 70s sci-fi. But like, uh dark and terrible, uh, really sort of grim and shocking new wave hippie uh, 70s science fiction. That's Vonda and McIntyre. She's a fucking genius. Um, yeah. Dream Snake and Exile Waiting. Those two books by her I've read and absolutely loved. Consumed. Uh, that's the Daniel K's recommends. Daniel K has a... Daniel K has a podcast and he recommends things sometimes. Exile Waiting, if you can find it. Dream Snake, everybody knows about. Nobody knows about Exile Waiting. It's great. Um, Well, I say great. Also shocking and disgusting, but great, really. Where are we? Okay, we're in the forest. Uh, I've just taken the knife. I've just taken the rope. Look around. This is a path winding through a dimly lit forest. The path heads north-south here. One particularly large tree with some low branches stands at the edge of the path. Okay, so we're north of the house. We know that much. And we also know that there's not going to be an egg in the tree when we go and climb up there. Uh, let's see what happens if we go north. Clearing. You're in a clearing with a forest surrounding you on all sides. A path leads south. On the ground is a pile of leaves. Ooh. A pile of leaves. There's something quite scary about a pile of leaves, isn't there? Look at leaves. There's nothing special about the pile of leaves. Uh, get leaves. In disturbing the pile of leaves, a grating is revealed. Taken. So I've got the leaves. Oh, my. It's, has it been 19 minutes already? Oh, my gosh. Sorry, listeners, I've got to go. All right, sorry, everyone, sorry. Hi, it's me, Daniel Kay. I was forced, absolutely forced, to go and eat my delicious dinner, which I loved every second of. It was a uh, it was a Dr. Ertica's uh, frozen uh, pizza, which I reheated, because even though I'm a happily married man with a family, I still lead a little bit of a bachelor's lifestyle when it comes to dinners sometimes. Um, yeah, I'm not ashamed. It was delicious. Like, I've had uh, meals at fancy restaurants, which I liked way less than that pizza I just ate. I, uh, yeah, I added extra cheese, and uh, I added Tabasco, and I added a whole bunch of uh, rosemary, which I love. I love rosemary. And then I cooked it up in the oven, and I ate it, and oh, man, it was delicious. It was one of those uh, mozzarella Dr. Ertica's pizzas. Uh, I, th- I think I quite like the pizza fungi best, the... Uh, the mushroom pizza, uh, and I also finished my uh, my what were they, Coronachos? I've forgotten how to pronounce that Spanish cocktail, but it's all gone. I can't have any more. Um, I'm still pretty thirsty, so I have here a uh, a brown ale from uh, way down south in Metricup. I didn't know Metricup was a place, but I think Metricup is a place south of Western Australia near uh, near Mar- Margaret River, and they have a brewery. Uh, called Beer Farm. Beer Farm, Metricup, Western Australia. 
Uh, and I have uh, I have a brown ale brewed by Beer Farm, which uh, I think I'm going to open because, yes, I need more to drink. That's what I need right now. And, ooh, it's foamy. Wow. Yeah, it's not bad. It's fine. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's real smoky. I guess that's what brown ale is like, though. Anyway, we just got the leaves. Get leaves. In disturbing the pile of leaves, a grating is revealed. Taken. So, it says taken. Have we taken the leaves? Let's check our inventory. Inventory. You are carrying a pile of leaves, a rope, and a nasty knife. Look at grate. The grating is closed. Open grating. I don't know the word open. Oh, fudge. I just misspelled open. That's an embarrassment. Open grating. I've spelled it correctly this time. Yes, I have. The grating is locked. Look at Lock. You use the word lock in a way that I don't understand. Okay. The grading is locked. Um, pick lock. You use the word lock in a way I don't understand. Okay. Uh, look. Uh, past grating. So the grating would be like covering a hole in the ground, wouldn't it? I don't know the word past. My cat is running around. Sasha, what are you doing? Come here. Come come here. Yes, come here. What are you doing? Why are you running around in that fashion? Oh, come here. You good cat. You're a good cat. Listen, Sasha's a pretty good cat. Anyway, back to Zork. Alright, so the grading I think might be defeating us. What do I need, like a grating key to get past this point? It's a shame I can't look through the grating. Can I look through? Oh, no, it's probably going to use the American spelling, isn't it? T-H-I-U. Grating. Man, that feels so unnatural. The grating is closed. I know, it's a grating. So, by definition, it's like a latticework of metal. Or, I presume it's metal. So I should be able to look through the holes in between the lattice, you know, the prongs, the spokes of the lattice, the the grates, you know. There's holes in a grate, isn't there? I'm not crazy. All right. Okay, fine. Go. Let's pick a random direction that which which isn't south. Go. I can't go any further north, can I? Go north. The forest becomes impenetrable to the north. Okay. Am I still by the grating? Look around clearing you're in a clearing with a forest surrounding you on all sides a path leads south so i bet the forest is impenetrable to the west and the east as well let's try it out go west forest look around this is a forest with trees in all directions to the east there appears to be sunlight go south uh forest a small leaflet is on the ground there is a glass bottle here the glass bottle contains a quantity of water and there's a brown sack here my shit listeners my shit is here in the fucking forest oh my god i love zork zork is amazing this is crazy it's like when you die your body is reincarnated and everything you were carrying as well was reincarnated up in the air and you fall down into the forest and all your stuff is scattered through the forest. So the forest, not only is it like a place to explore through, it also serves as like a repository for all your uh, all your equipment, all your material possessions. This is fantastic. Uh, get all. Leaflet taken. Glass bottle taken. Brown sack taken. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, look around. Forest. This is a dimly lit forest with large trees all around. All right, so we just came from the east, didn't we? Uh, can we go west again? Go west. Forest. Look around. I don't know the word looker. Shit. Look. Space. A. Space. Round. 
I don't know the word round. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Look. Around. Forest. This is a forest with trees in all directions to the east. There appears to be sunlight. Okay. Can I go west? Uh, you would need a machete to go further west. You hear the distance. You hear in the distance the chirping of a songbird. Let's go south. So it's like we're tracing our way around the perimeter of this environment. Forest. Look around. This is a dimly lit forest. Uh, go west. Forest. Go west. You need a machete to go further west. Go south. Forest. Go west. Forest, go west. You need a machete to go further west. Am I just coming up into the same... Am I going in circles? Is my character just going around in circles? This isn't how it should be. What if I go... Hang on, never eat soggy wheat bigs. Go southwest. You can't go that way. Okay. Go south. I'm just exploring the forest. Go south. Storm-tossed trees block your way. You hear in the distance the chirping of a songbird. Go east. The rank undergrowth prevents eastward movement. What? Okay. Look around. This is a dimly lit forest with large trees all around. So if I go south... Storm-tossed trees block your way. Go north. A clearing. I'm in a clearing. Look around. Listeners, am I lost? You goddamn bet your ass I'm lost. You are in a small clearing in a well-marked forest path that extends to the east and to the west. All right. Go west. Behind house? What? Behind the house? How did this happen? I'm behind the house. I'm so confused. I started, listeners, I started in the in the clearing to the north of the house, didn't I? With the the tree in it. And then I did nothing except go go south and go west again and again and again. And now suddenly I go like north once, I've never gone east. I've never gone east once, and suddenly I'm east of the house. Look around. You are behind the white house. A path leads into the forest to the east. In the corner of the house, there is a small window which is open. Yeah, I know. I know this place. Uh, Okay, fine. Go east. We'll explore this bit of the forest. In a clearing, look around. On a path which extends to the east and the west. Go east again. Oh, listeners, Canyon View, you are at the top of the Great Canyon on its west wall. Never eat soggy wheat bigs. Yep, that makes sense. From here, there is a marvellous view of the canyon and parts of the frigid river upstream. Across the canyon, the walls of the White Cliffs join the mighty ramparts of the Flathead Mountains to the east. Setting, 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 setting. Following the canyon upstream to the north, Aragayan Falls may be seen, complete with rainbow. The mighty frigid river flows out from a great dark cavern. To the west and south can be seen an immense forest. Soggy Weepbeaks. Okay, that's the forest I've been exploring. Stretching for miles around. A path leads northwest. It is possible to climb down into the canyon from here. Yeah, goddamn, yes. Climb down. What do you want to climb down? The canyon, you goddamn moron. You don't know the word canyon. Really? It's correctly spelt, listeners. Go down. Okay, so it accepts go down. It doesn't like the term climb down, even though in the description which I read, it said it's possible to climb down. So this game needs to get its shit together sometimes. God. Go down. Rocky ledge. You're on a rocky ledge about halfway up the wall of the River Canyon. You can see from here that the main flow from Aragayan Falls twists along a a passage, which it is impossible for you to enter. Below you is the canyon bottom, 
Above you is more cliff, which appears climbable. Go down. Canyon bottom. You are beneath the walls of the river canyon, which may be climbable here. The lesser part of the runoff of Aragayan Falls flows by below. To the north is a narrow path. Look in water. You can't look inside a quantity of water. Yes, I can. Of course I can. Uh, drink water? You'll have to open the glass bottle first. No, not that water. Drink river water. That sentence isn't one I recognise. Ah, oh, Jesus. Thank God I have this beerlessness. Thank God. Okay, let's try drink run off. Don't know the word run off. Okay, sure. To the north is a narrow path. Let's go north. End of rainbow. You are on a small rocky beach on the continuation of the frigid river past the falls. The beach is narrow due to the presence of the white cliffs. The river canyon opens here and sunlight shines in from above. A rainbow crosses over the falls to the east and a narrow path continues southwest. Soggy wheat bigs. Okay, so that's the path I've come up, isn't it? Get rainbow. An interesting idea, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Okay, look at rainbow. There's nothing special about the rainbow. Fish. I don't know the word fish. Okay. Swim. Swimming isn't usually allowed in the dungeon. Okay, sure. Uh, a rocky beach. Uh, dig. What do you want to dig in? Rocky beach. Oh, just type in beach. 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 I don't know the word beach. Okay, I think we're barking up the wrong, uh, the wrong uh, tree here, listeners. So is this a dead end? Do I just need to backtrack? Go south. Oh, hang on. Well, climb cliffs. Oh, well, look at cliffs. You can't see any cliffs here. The white cliffs are right here. Okay. Look at white cliffs. You can't see any white cliffs here. Yes, I can. You just told me that I could see the white cliffs. Look around. End of rainbow. You're on a small rocky beach on the continuation of the frigid river past the falls. The beach is narrow due to the presence of the white cliffs. The river canyon opens here and sunlight shines in from above. Rainbow crosses over the falls to the east and a narrow path continues to the southwest. Um, so, look at falls. I don't know the word falls. Yeah, this is a dead end. Go... Southwest. If it turns out that there's something I could have done here, then I'm goddamn pissed off about it because I really tried my hardest to do anything at all in that location. Okay, canyon bottom. Go... Which was the way out of the canyon bottom? Up. Go up. Rocky ledge. Go up. Canyon view. Go west. Forest. Go west. Forests. You hear in the distance the chirping of a songbird. Go west. You would need a machete to go further west. Why does this map fuck me up so much? I got to the canyon by going east from the house, and now I go west from the canyon, and I'm in a macheteable forest. This is insane. Look around. Where's the sunlight coming from? This is a forest with trees all in all directions. To the east there appears to be sunlight. I've just come from the east. Go east. Forest path. Look around. Look around. This is a path winding through a dimly lit forest. The path heads north-south here. One particularly large tree with some low branches stands at the edge of the path. Okay, so we haven't been south from the house yet. Have we? Which I think is where we are. Let's go south. North of the house! Oh my gosh. 
Oh, my dear God. Go south. The windows are all boarded. Okay, I can't walk around the house. I have to go west. There is a small mailbox here. Go south. South of the house. Look around. Is there anything special here? You're facing the south side of a white house. There is no door here. All the windows are boarded. Go south. Forest. Look around. This is a dimly lit forest with large trees all around. Go south. Storm-tossed trees block your way. Okay. Listeners, we've explored everywhere which isn't down in the house, haven't we? We've explored everywhere. Um, North, there's the tree and the grating. East, there's the canyon. South, there are storm-tossed trees. And west, there's also something blocking my path, isn't there, I think. Let me just quickly double-check. Okay, up to the west, there's, uh, there's nothing. It's impenetrable. Uh, so I, I have relocated myself to behind the house. This brown ale is more and more delicious the more I drink it. Oh, man. Yeah, it's great. I've really got a taste for it. Daniel K's, uh, what, third recommends for this episode? Uh, drink some brown ale. Daniel K has a podcast and he recommends things sometimes. It reminds me of uh, Monteith's Black Beer. Which I have pretty strong memories of because I I drank it while uh, while completing a pretty arduous university project and that sort of flavour is stuck in my mouth forever. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, so I I'm uh, I'm behind the house. There's an open window here. Uh, enter house, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna fuck shit up down in the dungeon. Man, we're gonna be good. Okay, enter house kitchen. Go west into the living room. There's a brass lantern. Battery powered. Oh, lantern! Oh, lantern. Oh. Oh. Okay. Get lantern. I love Zork. I'm in love with this game. <laughs> it's messy and it's fucked and it's really difficult. But, ah, oh, I love that you die and this... This whole overworld now feels like mine. It's my own place. This house, the forests, the canyon, the rainbow, it feels like my home. Because when I die, I'll be sent back here and all my inventory will be scattered around this beautiful picturesque landscape. I just need to take like a warm walk through the forest to find my inventory and through this house. Um, oh, there's the Guru up. I wonder if I can kill the Gru. I wonder if I can go upstairs and confront a Gru. Or if that's just like flavor text. Uh, go east in the kitchen. Go up. There is a table here. Attic. Look around. Uh, this is the attic. The only exit is a stairway leading down. There is a table here. Uh, extinguish a lamp. The brass lantern is now off. It is now pitch black. Look around. It is pitch black. You are likely to be eaten by a guru. Okay, shit. Oh, man, listeners, we're back in that scary spot. I'm going to quickly save the game. Save. Insert save disk. Enter file name. Default is C dot dot Daniel 03. Let's go Daniel 05. Okay. Look around. It is pitch black. You are likely to be eaten by a Gru. Okay. Um, stab Gru. <laughs> I've known strange people, but fighting a lurking Gru? That's what the game has said to me. Holy shit. Look, look for Gru. There is no Gru here, but I'm sure there is at least one lurking in the darkness nearby. I wouldn't let my light go out if I were you. Uh, um, what if I just search around? Search room. I don't know the word room. Okay, fair enough. Um, wait. Time passes. Look around. I'm still likely to be eaten by a Gru. Okay. Uh, hey, Zork. What is a Gru? Ooh! 
The Gru is a sinister, lurking presence in the dark places of the earth. Its favourite diet is adventurers, but its insatiable appetite is tempered by its fear of light. No Gru has ever been seen by the light of day, and few have survived its fearsome jaws to tell the tale. Oh, okay. So, as hard as I try, listeners, I can't encounter a Gru. I think it's maybe just... It's not going to be... There's not going to be a Gru in this game, which is a real shame, because that Gru... Oh, his presence was chilling up until this point. Uh, fumble around. There was no verb in that sentence. Listeners, I might be too dumb to know what a verb is, but I'm pretty sure I know that fumble is a verb, right? Uh, all right, go west. Oh no, of course, fumbles is a is a noun. Fumbles is the name of a, a, a goat man, a satyr, a quarter satyr. Okay, go west. What? Oh, fuck! Oh, my God, listeners! (laughs) You've walked into the slavering fangs of a lurking Gru and you have died. Oh, I'm dead! Killed by a Gru! I got killed by a Gru after fucking bad-mouthing the existence of Grus. I deserve this so much. Oh, my God. Let's take a look here. Well, you probably deserve another chance. No. Uh, restore, insert save disk, enter file name, default is Daniel05, enter. Okay, look around. It's pitch black, you're likely to be eaten by Gru. Light lamp. Okay, I'm in the attic. Alright, should we keep on going, listeners? I know I've been recording for a while, this is a long episode, I'm sorry, I've lost track of time. Um, having dinner in the middle of this episode really messed with my perception of how long the episode is going for. You know what I mean? Like, normally, I don't time myself when I'm making these. I just kind of get the feeling, you know? Like, ooh, I feel like I've I've done enough recording now. The fact that I stopped in the middle of recording and had dinner, it's almost like I've started from scratch recording. So you might get, like, a whole episode and a half today. I'm sorry about that, if you're bored by Zork. I'm not bored by Zork. Jesus, this game's great. This game is broken and twisted and great. Okay, go down. I'm in the kitchen. Go west. I'm in the living room. Go down. The trap door is closed. Open trap door. The door reluctantly opens to reveal a rickety staircase descending into darkness. Go down. I'm in the cellar. Look around. The thief isn't here, is he? Around. You are in a dark and damp cellar with a narrow passageway leading north and a crawl way to the south. On the west is the bottom of a steep metal ramp which is unclimbable. No no thief. So, go south. East of Chasm. Okay, so I think I'm in a passageway kind of in the middle of the wall of the chasm. So I can look down or I could probably look up and see sunshine. Do you reckon, listeners? That's what I'm kind of picturing. Um... Hey, listeners, as kids, did you ever watch the Gogs? You know Gogs, the claymation caveman TV show? I used to watch Gogs like crazy all the time. It was sort of disgusting, gross-out kids' TV show stuff. Was It It wasn't an Australian thing. I think it must have been European because there was no, no English spoken. It was all caveman language and mime. And I, I feel like... Kids' TV shows where it's mostly mime and uh, gibberish noise, like Pingu or like uh, Pompoko. No, that that's the wrong thing. Anyway, yeah, like Pingu, I feel like I just think of them automatically as being European. And so, oh, eh, we are European and we're making this kids' show. Let's make it without language so that all the children all over Europe can enjoy this TV show. And even in America and Australia and Great Britain, they can enjoy our show as well. That's what that's how the Europeans do stuff. And I'm like, yeah, cool, man. I love, um, I love Pingu and I, I remember loving Gogs. The TV show, the kids' uh, claymation animation series, Gogs. Man, this must really feel like a non sequitur to you, mustn't it? Uh, But there was an episode of Gogs, I think, where the world was ending. I remember it really scared me. 
Like, I remember being really scared after that episode of the Gogs because it's like the world is ending and all the dinosaurs are falling into chasms in the earth and dying, presumably. And the Gogs, the Gog family, which is a family of cavemen who live in prehistoric times, they're running through a cave system and suddenly the cave system bursts apart and they see themselves. They're... uh, their cave is suddenly just a hole in the wall of an enormous chasm which stretches up far to the Earth's surface and way down below there's fire which opens up beneath them and they get really scared and they all just look down into the fire and the whole family, the whole family, uh, adults, children, a grandma, grandparents, they all just start to cry looking down at the fire and that has... That was really upsetting to me as a child, the whole family knowing that there's there's no hope left in the world and they're all about to die and they all just start crying. And that's what I think of when I think of where I am right now, east of the ca- chasm, where I, I guess I must be kind of in the middle of the chasm, like underground, but it opens up into the chasm. So, listeners, if you watched Gogs 2, just like I did, then hey, hit me up, let me know, because... Is that just some weird thing which I know about for some reason? Or did the whole world watch Gogs? I've got no idea. Why does nobody talk about Gogs? Why doesn't TuneIn Pod do an episode on Gogs? Why isn't Gogs referenced more often? Listeners, why isn't Gogs referenced more often? I don't understand. Why isn't this this nostalgia trip for Gogs? Why haven't I heard uh, Michael and Sarah of the, uh, the Duckblur podcast talk about Gogs? I don't get it. That was a big thing, wasn't it, Gogs? Or was it just a big big thing for my family? Who knows? Anyway, I'm east of the chasm. Let's look around. Hey, uh, welcome to the most rambly, least cohesive episode of anything ever. Fucking anything. Nothing is this, uh, nothing is this digression-y. Nothing in the world except for this episode is as rambly and scattershot as slipshod. <laughs> As uh, as hodgepodge, as uh, as willy nilly as this episode of this podcast is, I apologise for that. But you know, you get what you pay for. You pay for nothing, and you get just garbage that you find on the street. That's what you get when you pay for nothing. Look around. I'm east of the chasm. You are on the east edge of a chasm, the bottom of which cannot be seen. A narrow passage goes north, which is where I came from, and the path you are on continues to the east. All right. Listeners, let's make progress by typing in go space E-A-S-T. We're going to go to the east and we're going to progress. We're in this dungeon underground. We're going to the east. Enter. Gallery. This is an art gallery. This is the last thing I expected there to be. Oh, my gosh. Before I read the description any further, I needed to have a sip of this delicious, delicious brown ale. Oh my god, I live for that taste now. Oh man, I'm addicted. Okay, this is an art gallery. Most of the paintings have been stolen by vandals with exceptional taste. The vandals left through either the north or the west exits. Um, So I must have entered through the west exit. Fortunately, there is still one chance for you to be a vandal, for on the far wall is a painting of unparalleled beauty. Holy shit, listeners! Oh my god, D&D Daniel smells traps. I smell traps. Let's look at the painting. Look at painting. There's nothing special about the painting. It's a painting of unparalleled beauty, sitting alone in a gallery full of looted art. There must be something special about the painting. Come on. If I type get painting, there's no, there's no way I'm not dying via some death trap. Get painting. Taken. You're kidding. You've got to be kidding. Look around. Is the game just going to be like handing this to me? This is an art gallery. Most of the paintings have been stolen. Uh, the vandals left through either the north or the west. Oh my gosh. Let's quickly run back to the trophy cabinet. Go west. East of Chasm. Go north. Cellar. Go up. Oh my god. Trapdoor is closed. Open trap door. The door is locked from above. I'm stuck. Listeners, I'm stuck. I'm stuck down here in the... I'm stuck in the dungeon. Oh my god, I'm scared. I didn't realise I was stuck down here. 
I can't go back up to the trophy cabinet. Oh, I can't deal with this, listeners. Listeners, I can't deal with this. Listeners, this is the end of the episode. Save. Daniel 06. Okay, the game is saved, listeners. Alt-tab out. Okay. 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 Tune back in. Tune back in next time for more Daniel K's Let's Plays. I should say, um... Yeah. If this isn't going to make sense to anybody, this is going to make sense to zero people, all right? So forgive me for this. But if you happened to come here to this podcast and you're listening to it because I'm a patron of the Star Wars Minute and part of my patronage means that they read my name in the roll call of heroes and my name is... Hi, I make a podcast called Daniel K's Let's Plays. Why not check out the Zork episodes? If you're here listening to these Zork episodes because of that, because of my Patreon name to the Star Wars Minute Weekend Edition podcast, and you've only listened to my Zork playthroughs and nothing else on my channel, I am so sorry. I'm really sorry. I... I made that my name when I was just two episodes into this playthrough and it was looking... It was looking like it was going to be good. And now it's just me falling apart and failing miserably at everything I try and barely holding it together as far as being a functioning human being goes. So if this is all you've ever heard of me, I apologize. Hey, maybe check out my Pokemon Let's Play. That one's really good. I like listening to that one myself. Um, I'm sorry you're listening to Zork. I'm sorry. Everybody else, tune back in next episode. See ya. Bye. disturbing this world call is daniel k's let's plays i've just started a playthrough of zork oh hey speaking of infocom there you go zork yeah you ever play zork were you a zork guy no oh man it was so good is it a text game yeah yeah i didn't play it i don't know i think uh, oregon trail was the only text game i played oh this is much better than that i mean sorry to all those oregon trail um people out there i but, accept your uh, apology but zork was zork was the best um because it, it you know it, it was it's like playing you know D by yourself <laughs> <laughs> oh suddenly i realized that i i was indeed a lonely nerd <laughs> it's the best because it's like playing D by yourself <laughs> um but it, you know, like the the DM had a sense of humor, and uh, and it was all, you know, a kind of mixed fantasy world, and it was I don't know, it was wonderful. Lots of good puzzles to figure out. I like it. Um, you should go listen to Daniel K's Let's Plays. He's in Australia. He'll come to the show. Um, okay. Daniel, 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 Darren, Darth Porkins. Darth Patreon has pitched.